Hello, everybody. It's Katie from Bless Mess Mom Podcast. It is Friday, January 18th. We are moving on along in January. It is cold. So, um, today we are getting a new heating and cooling situation in our house a new heater and a new air conditioner um we live in a parsonage though so we don't have to pay for it so that's cool um the church is taking care of us and putting in a new one because i'm pretty sure this one our our original one was put in in the 60s maybe so it's it's been a good it's been a good run for it and they're putting in a new one so if you hear any bangs um that is due to the uh people working downstairs working on the new heater and air conditioner um but you know that you know that smell that you get when you plug in like a toaster or um any kind of like small appliance for the first time that like burnt plastic smell that's what my whole house smells like so we went out to lunch at my favorite place the dairy king i mean i have a lot of favorite places obviously i don't want to deny my love for the chick-fil-a love 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 the chick-fil-a anyway but we went to one of my favorite places which is the dairy king and if you haven't been there and you live in southern illinois you really should check it out um but we came back and they had installed the new heater and it is on but it smells like plastic all over my house and my kids walked in and they were like ew but that's not stopping my son from sleeping which is awesome i'd really like to take a nap myself right now but i got things to do i got a podcast to record i got crafts to work on and i have laundry to put away that's been sitting in my living room for a good week so you know that would be good too um however i really could take a nap man it just sneaks up on you doesn't it you get that full belly and you're like all right it's time for to snuggle in for a long winter's nap especially when it's cold outside right you're like ooh, I'm just gonna crawl up into my recliner get one of my fluffy blankets which if you have not tried a Vera blanket if you have not tried a Vera Bradley blanket those things are so soft I got one during one of their online outlet sales Oh my goodness, they are amazing. And when during the outlet sales, they're not very expensive. They're like maybe $20 or something. Very comfortable, super warm. I love ours. We have two. We have one that's regular size and one that's XL. I got the XL one for my husband for Christmas because it's black and white. So he doesn't have to sit underneath my pink one. So I got him this black one and he really loves it. Anyway, so it's cold outside. Last week, we had a big snowstorm, um, which my husband loves because he loves the snow. And I like the snow, too. I like how it looks. It doesn't bother me, really, because I don't mind. If I don't have to go out, I don't have to go out. That's probably why I don't care about it, because I don't have to go anywhere for work. So, And my husband walks next door for work, so that doesn't really affect him either, unless he has to go see somebody in the hospital or something. So, anywho... So I got this smell going through my house, but the end result is that we will have new heating and cooling, which will be great. Our heater wasn't acting up that much, but this summer our air conditioner acted up a bunch and mama needs her air conditioning because I don't do well in the heat. The heat and I are not friends, but you know, I don't like to be out in the cold either. And it is supposed to be like a high of 14 this weekend. That is just too 
cold. So, which brings me to something that I've realized this winter, that I've witnessed this winter. So, you know, I've been out shopping, I've been out going out to eat, whatever, and I see people outside smoking. Now, I'm not new to this concept. People go outside to smoke, but they're standing there smoking, freezing their butt off. Why in the world would I want to do that? Forget the, you know, diseased cancerous lungs. I don't want to stand outside in the cold and smoke a cigarette. I Thank you. I will keep my Diet Coke addiction and stay in where it's warm. My generation just isn't a big generation of smokers because we were all shown in the textbooks that your lungs will look like this yucky stuff if you smoke. So... And lung cancer was one of the first ones that was figured out what it, what, what was, how it was caused. And so, like, my generation, not a lot of us smoke or not a lot of people who are educated smoke because it's, you know, it'll basically kill you. It'll probably kill you. So, but the standing outside and smoking, like, you can wear a Nicorette patch inside. I just don't understand it. And, you know, a lot of people probably don't understand my Diet Coke addiction, so that's fine. I don't care. That's cool. What ups? I just don't understand why you'd stand out in the cold. Anywho, moving right along. So one of the things I wanted to talk about is my air fryer. So I got an air fryer for my birthday. And I thought, well, you know, maybe I want an air fryer, maybe not. So I put on my birthday list and thought, if I get it, great. If I don't, fine. So I get this air fryer and I love it. I didn't think I would need it because I have an oven. I can use that for things. Um, But, you know, I got it as a gift, so I'm going to try it out, see what it's like. And I love it because we all have those nights where we're way too busy to cook, we're too tired to cook, our kids need to eat right now. It's just one of those things where we're like, okay, we're going to grab some tater tots out of the freezer and some chicken nuggets or some mini corn dogs or something that's out of the freezer, throw it in the oven, and then serve it with some applesauce and we're good, right? So... Um, the first thing I tried out, I think were fries and they came out really good. Yum, yum, yum. But the best thing about this air fryer is that it has no preheat time. Like it says to add a couple minutes if you haven't preheated or if your stuff is frozen, but I haven't even had to do that. There's an air fryer converter website that I use. So like it'll say what was the temperature for a conventional oven and how much was the time that you were supposed to cook it at. And then, um, then it converts it to what you would need for an air fryer. And I'm going to try to find that website right now in case you um, need that yourself. Because I was like, how do I do this? Okay, what? I just have it here. Hold on. Oh, come on. You know when <laughs> you know when you're on your iPhone and those banners drop down from the top and it redirects you to like your email or whatever the banner was coming at? It happens to me all the time and they'll like keep coming down. So I'll hit Facebook like three times and get redirected to my email first world problems. Anyway, so this is airfryercalculator.com. So it changes the conventional oven air fryer temperature to our conventional oven to air fryer temperature conversion. So it'll convert it for you and tell you what you need um, to use it in your air fryer. But it has no preheat time. You know, my kids are hungry and they're like, I'm like, okay, I'll throw in some corn dogs or something. Well, it takes 15 minutes to heat up my oven. And then, you know, it takes it all that time to cook, like 15 minutes, 20 minutes to cook, and then it's got to cool down. Well, in the air fryer, there's no, 
there's no heat up time and usually the it decreases by like at least five minutes so i can have you know corn dogs done in like eight minutes and we're eating in like 10 because cool down for a couple minutes and then you're ready to go so it has been a really really awesome thing because of how easy it is to get dinner on the table and how fast it is to get dinner on the table. So if you're a busy mom and you use things out of the freezer, I would highly recommend it. There are a lot of recipes on Facebook that you can use um, that I haven't tried yet. There's some fried pickles and a uh, bloomin' onion that you can try. I want to try them. I haven't gotten around to it. So and it doesn't use oil. I've never been one to use a deep fryer in my house for a couple reasons. One, it wants you to use like peanut oil or something. Oil's expensive and you have to put like a good like five, three to five liters in there to deep fry your stuff. And then it's like, oh, you can save it and use it again. But who wants to save used oil? It's kind of gross to me. And then your house smells like oil. Plus, I'm always afraid that it's going to splatter and it's going to, of course, you know, the worst goes through my head as a mother. Like, I'll be deep frying something and one of the kids will come in and stand underneath the fryer and at that moment, it'll explode and hot oil will go all all over my beautiful child and they'll be maimed for the rest of their lives. That definitely is going to happen, right? So, I don't usually, I have an oil fryer, just a little one, but I think I've used it maybe once. So this air fryer has been really handy. I think it's really just a convection oven per se, but it's been really handy. I have the Power Fryer XL. I really like it, but I know there, there are a lot of great models out there. So if you were looking for one, you can, you know, go out and look for it. But I really like mine. So I just thought I'd pass that along because I was kind of on the fence about it. Like, do I need to bring another kitchen appliance into my house? I already have, you know, a gajillion of them. Do I need to bring another one in? And this one was worth it. This is a good one. So, um, however, cautionary tale, um, if you are going to use your air fryer, probably not a good idea to use the microwave at the same time. Mine blew a fuse. Just letting you know, it'll blow a fuse possibly if you're using them at the same time. So beware of that. Um, My last thing that I really wanted to talk about, focus on for this episode is the tidying up with Marie Kondo. If you haven't um, heard of tidying up with Marie Kondo or the KonMari method, um, Marie Kondo is a cute little Japanese woman who has this Japanese... um, way of tidying up. It's not organizing, it's tidying up. And she has a book and then Netflix made it into a series where she goes into people's houses and she helps them tidy up. So I was interested because it it has been all the rage on Facebook, like people posting about it, a lot of um, memes about it, which are actually really funny. And a lot of just hype about it. So I'm like, I got to see what the hype is about. I got to I gotta watch this show. So I watched the first episode. And the first episode, I was so, I could relate to with so well. It was called Tidying Up with Toddlers. And I myself have two little kids, four and a half and one and a half, almost two. And it is hard to tidy up with little kids or kids in the house. You know, they make a mess all the time. They have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of stuff. And so I totally 
could sympathize with this mom because she's just like, I don't know what to do. I'm in over my head. Because when you're in your house with your kids all day long, and even if you're not, as soon as your kids walk into the house, it just gets like obliterated. And a lot of us would like to have our kids clean up with us or clean up every night at the end of the night. But sometimes, you know what? I'm too tired to force my kids to clean up. I just want them to go to bed and I'd rather pick it up on my own. Or I want them to go to bed so that I can go to bed and we'll pick it up later. Because you know what? Being parents is exhausting and we're not always going to have the, you know, the energy to pick everything up. So, um, Anywho, so I was watching this and the mom is just really overwhelmed. They live in a small house in California because, of course, you know what I just saw on, I saw this in an article on Facebook that if you make $117,000 in California, you're considered low income. Now, I'm from the Midwest and that is mind-blowing to me because I live in a place that has relatively low cost of living, but come on, $117,000, inflation needs to get its act under control out there. Like, that is ridiculous. Absolutely. There's there's no way California needs to be spending that much money on stuff, but it is. It's so expensive to get anything in that state. I mean, I don't know how you could afford a home big enough to have more than two children. Like, Comf- to to house you comfortably. There was another couple on a later episode that they had relocated from Michigan to California and they moved into a two-bedroom apartment and they were trying to make it work. And I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me to move to California. I mean, they said that they had more job opportunities out there, but like, it doesn't make sense to me because, you know, I've lived in the Midwest my whole life. So, well, not my whole life. I lived in very southern Texas on the Mexican border. So there was that moment. But the rest of the time, I pretty much lived in the Midwest. And so um, lower cost of living and, you know, ample housing has been something that has been part of my life, mostly my whole life. So, um, so, you know, I'm watching this, but I have lived in a space that was too small for our family when we were living down on the border. We lived in a two and a half bedroom apartment and we had no storage. And so it was very difficult to store all of our things. And so even in our four bedroom house that we so graciously live in because of the church, um, it is sometimes it just feels cluttered. Like we have too much stuff and there's just so much, you know, stuff all over the place. So I was watching this and, you know, she's just so stressed out and I so understand it. I so was like, I'm right there with you. She's, you know, tearing up and I'm, I'm about to tear up right there with her because I understand. I understand how overwhelming the mess can get. And thank goodness that I have such an understanding husband. He's like, it's okay. You know, you're busy. It's all right. But it starts to get on you. It starts to, you know, know, when you step on the toys and pretty much, you know, incapacitate your foot, it gets to be a little bit too much for you. So anyway, so we start watching it and, and, you know, she introduces herself to the house, which I think is a little odd, but you know, that's just me and my cynical mind. But she goes through and she has this method of tidying and she, she tidies or declutters, or whatever you want to call it, by category. So her first category is clothes. You take all of your clothes and you put them in a pile, okay? So 
this is super overwhelming. Um, and she does it on a bed and so that you can't really go to bed until you get it done. So um, you're supposed to weed out all your clothes. But her biggest thing throughout all of the categories is if it doesn't spark joy, it gets thrown away. Okay. So, so like, yeah, if something doesn't spark joy, you know, you get rid of it. Now that works for 90% of the stuff. Obviously you can't get rid of everything that doesn't spark joy there. You know, I don't think that diapers really spark my spark joy in my heart, but we need them because, you know, I have kids. So, (laughs) but I think it's really good for when it comes to your clothes because, you know, your jeans, some of them don't spark joy. I know a lot of my jeans don't spark joy because they like are tight on me. So you take your favorite pair of jeans as the litmus test. These spark joy. Do these jeans also spark joy? They don't have to spark as much joy. Anyway, so she has you do that with your clothes. And all almost all women have a lot of clothes that they probably don't wear, myself included. I need to keep going through my stuff. I did a big purge this fall and I really need to do it again. Um, But that really helps. And there was this one lady that I have never seen a mountain of clothes so big in my life in the second episode. The second, the first episode is more like, this is our life, we're tidying up. The second episode was more like, hoarders but like clean hoarders so it wasn't like gross disgusting so if you get queasy of like the dirty hoarders it wasn't that it was more like she just had a lot of stuff and she doesn't get rid of everything because a lot of it does spark joy for her but I think one of the things in this KonMari method is that she doesn't make make you get rid of everything. It's kind of like a starting point and it gets you to change your mindset. Like I don't need all this stuff to be happy. I don't need millions of Christmas decorations to be happy. Um, and because a lot of us will just hang on to stuff and I definitely don't want to be like hanging on to stuff for my whole life. So um you know, it kind of just makes you think about, well, I don't need this thing or I don't need this thing. And, and she has you think the item, which, you know, I think it just gives you peace of mind. Like, thank you for your time. And, you know, being on my feet, (laughs) these shoes being on my feet for a certain amount of time. And, you know, you can go to a new home or whatever. So um, I think it just gets you starting small. But One of her big things with the clothing is that she has a special way of folding. And let me tell you, I have tried the folding with my son's clothes and I am loving the folding. She has you fold them basically everything in half and then in half again and then in thirds. And it stands up so you can see everything in the drawer. You can see every shirt, every pair of pants, and you just kind of pull them up. And so they don't, you're not digging every time, which that's one of my biggest problems with drawers and t-shirts and all that stuff is that you're digging and you're digging and you're digging. Now with the kids clothes I can't really do half and then thirds because they're so small so sometimes I'll just do thirds Um, and it really doesn't take that much longer to fold. That was one of my issues like is this going to be like forever to fold and it doesn't so that is one thing that I've really loved. Um, I haven't watched all the episodes in the season. I've watched the first three. So far the first three were pretty good. I would say that i I like them. Um, But the folding thing is revolutionary in my mind because it has been so much easier to 
to get my son clothed in the morning because I see all of his clothes. I see all of his shirts. I see all of his pants. So I don't have to like dig through, oh, that shirt that I wanted to wear doesn't match these pants that are on top. So I'm going to have to dig through the pants. Well, then I get the pants out and they don't actually match. And so it's just, you know, you've been there. You've been digging through all their clothes and then you go back in later and you're like, oh, these now it's even more of a mess. I don't even know what clothes they have. Um, and it's just, it's frustrating. It's super, super frustrating. So I'm really loving the folding. And I think I posted to my Instagram, um, which is Katie Wallenberg at Katie Wallenberg on Instagram, um, how to, or how I, a picture of the folding of the clothes. And if I didn't, I'll post another one. Um, but I'm really loving the folding of the clothes thing. So if you're tired of messy drawers, I highly recommend it. Now, a lot of people have recommended me the book, but a lot of people, I've also been given the disclaimer that it's one of those things where the movie isn't as good as the book, like the TV show isn't as good as the book. So beware of that. But I was really, I really do like the TV show and I think it does take in some of the, um, I think it takes into consideration life and I think it does give you some great tips for how to organize your stuff. Um, and so I recommend it. I think it's good. Um, and yeah, so if you're looking for a new way to organize your stuff, I suggest watching, watching Tidying Up with Marie Kondo or, um, buying the book the KonMari method um I don't know if that's the real name I guess I could look it up for you but my computer is super slow so oh maybe I have my phone but um so but if you like google KonMari or whatever you'll be able to find it anyway that is all the time we have for today so I hope you have a wonderful week and I hope that I can record again for you soon Bye.